You're listening to the All Systems Go podcast, the show that teaches you everything you need to know to put your business on autopilot. Learn how to deploy automated marketing and sales systems in your business the right way with your host, the professor of automation himself and founder of Automation Bridge, Chris Davis. Welcome to the All Systems Go podcast. I'm your host, Chris L. Davis, founder of Automation Bridge, an online publication for small business automations where you can for small business automation where you can learn how to grow your business online automatically. And in this episode, I want to discuss the emotional roller coaster of marketing. Can can I talk about it, everybody? Any any real marketer knows the exhaustion and the exhilaration they feel after a successful launch or any marketing effort in general. But why is that? Where does it come from? <laughs> why do we feel this way? <laughs> right? Help. I know I've, I've felt like that before. Um, what we're going to talk about it in this episode, all right? And before we get started, if you're new to the podcast, make sure that you are subscribed. But do me a favor, listen to this entire episode first so that you understand exactly what you're subscribing to. Okay. And while you subscribe, please leave a five star rating and review. We are in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, which means you don't even have to download any software to listen to the All Systems Go podcast. But we're also in every other third party application that you can use to listen to podcasts. So make sure you search for All Systems Go uh, podcast by Chris L. Davis. Subscribe, rate, review so you don't miss another episode. We launch them every Thursday, every weekly episodes every Thursday. OK, so let, let me just let me preface this episode by saying I love marketing. It wasn't always like this. I didn't always have a loving relationship with marketing. In fact, the majority of my my well, all of my youth and the majority of my young adult career, I despised marketing because I didn't understand it. I just thought it was people who push things on you and don't take no for an answer. And those are that's really sleazy salespeople is what I was looking at all marketing as like, oh, my gosh. So what it did was it gave me a negative connotation. So I was um, I was more prone to not do anything that required marketing. And once I learned it and understood what it was, I was like, man, I'm kind of like a natural marketer just because of my ability to build relationship with people, you know, listen intently, understand where they are, you know, their needs and, and everything like that. So I, I love marketing and I just wish I knew what it was because I could have been a lot better earlier in my professional career. Right. Like, again, um, I love that process of positioning a product to meet an immediate need in the market. Right. Then identifying the people who have that need and reaching them in means that are automated and very strategic and then nurturing those relationships on autopilot. It just uh, gets me all tingly inside. <laughs> OK, but it does. It, it gets me going. It's what drives me. It's my it's, it's one of the things I'm passionate about. So uh, it's often I look at it as, hey, can somebody call you at 3 a.m. in the morning and ask you a question and you wouldn't mind answering it? You know, morning breath and all marketing is one of those things. You know, I could be exhausted, feet hurting, head hurting, mouth dry, just stomach empty. I've given many workshops like that. Nobody knew because the passion showed through it. So I love marketing. Don't get me wrong, but I hate it, too. 
Okay, I hate it because sometimes my brain just needs to rest and marketing doesn't allow me to do that. And and that dichotomy can be summed up in one word. Okay, and that's the word. That's the theme of this podcast that I really I really want to stick with. And it's the one reason why we experience both ends of this spectrum at extremes. Now, I'm going to give you some tips to where you don't have to be (laughs) so extreme. But that one word responsible for this dichotomy, that that one word is consideration. And then we could go plural and say considerations. There are endless considerations to be made when creating and executing any marketing effort. Hundreds, hundreds of decisions go into what appears to be some of the most simple, straightforward and basic tasks. And and this is where we're going to separate the experienced marketer and marketing consultant from the inexperienced. Because the inexperienced marketing consultant will say, oh, yeah, hey, I can do that. I can build a landing page. I could do this. I could do that. And then on the back end, they realize all of the decisions that you have to make. And then they start asking questions later. They should have asked before and then realizing there is no answer. You know, the CEO or the owner or the team doesn't have the answers. They were relying on them to have the answers, but they didn't understand all the considerations that went into beforehand. So they ended up over promising and under delivering or delivering nothing at all. It happens all the time. Listen, if you've been that marketing consultant, now is time to change your ways. If you've experienced that marketing consultant, I'm sorry. I really am. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're 100 percent wrong. Um, and in fact, they, sh- they should have paid you. They should have paid you for the waste of your time. CEOs. OK. And, and, and here's why. OK. I want to give you an example. Um, back when I was at Active Campaign, I used to run webinars. We called them office hours. And these were weekly webinars where people could come on and ask any question. And what was very interesting is my approach to it was um, even though I was a, you know, employee, I always wanted to over deliver and do as much as I could outside of the platform. That was one of my unique uh, positions and my unique expertise is that I actually understood how to market a business from experience. So I wasn't limited to just talking about the platform. So I like to leverage that to benefit the, the customers at the time and, and, and help the company. So um, one of the questions I would I'll walk you through a couple examples. One example was, uh, hey, Chris, how do I send an email to my subscribers? Right now, the the active campaign answer is, oh, well, you want to select your list. And then if you have a segment, select that, then hit next and then da, 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 right. That's not what people needed. I knew this. I, I know the market. I know my market. And what that what, what I saw was a prescription of an action that was clueless of the considerations that need to be made to make that action successful. So what would I do? I would go into discovery. I said, well, um, tell me, how did they subscribe and what did they expect and what expectation did you set? That's a consideration, everybody. And most people are like, "Mm, I just told them I'd send a newsletter. Okay, what type of newsletter? Was this a weekly, monthly? What type of content? And again, uh, well, let me not get ahead of myself. I'll I'll, I'll talk about segments in a minute. Right. And then I will say, when's the last time you emailed them? Oh, uh, this is my first time emailing another consideration. But I could tell you hadn't thought of this. 
right? How are you tracking engagement? So do you know who's engaging with emails or not? Right. What do you want them to do when they open the email? These are all considerations, honestly, that should have been answered when you drafted the email. But what people do is when they're unaware of all of the considerations that marketing requires, they go and do actions based on templates of others and they produce nothingness. Right. So what I like to do is I like to force people back into the considerations that they skipped over. I'm a firm believer that there are no shortcuts in life. Everybody, any step that you skip now on your way to success, you're going to have to revisit at some point. And the revisiting is always going to be more painful and require more time than it would have or more expensive than it would have if you would have just done it right the first time. Now, some of us don't always know the steps, so we accidentally skip steps. That's life. But just know you're going to there is no shortcut. You're going to have to go through the right process to get to success. And those who reach success by skipping uh, steps and are unwilling to go back have short lived success. Okay, this is where we see Internet marketers learn how to make money. And then they say, oh, wait a minute, let me build a business around this versus an Internet marketer who starts making money, doesn't want to build a business. So just says, look, I'm going to just close it down, start something else, (laughs) do it the same way, make some money, start something else. Right. They they like success that comes from skipping steps and they're not in it for the longevity. Okay, so we see it. We see it often, too, with, with SaaS companies. You know, they don't often think with software in mind. Sometimes it's just a process or a problem they're solving. And then they're like, wait a minute, let's make a business out of this. And they go back and say, "Okay, let's get the documentation, whatever. Right. So an email sending an email is one case. What about building a landing page? Everybody. Oh, my gosh. I saw this at lead pages. The promise of a landing page is huge. The work behind it is even bigger. You know, you look at a template, you're just looking like I need a template. Um, Oh, I like that one. And the second you say I like that one, you skipped over almost hundreds of considerations. Right. Assuming you've done your avatar exercise, you understand your target market, their needs, their symptoms, their desires, what drives them, what keeps them up at night. Right. Because that's going to determine the copy that goes on there. Assuming you have a color scheme, you have your branding figured out that, you know, hey, this is my color. I'm going to need to do a complimentary color for my call to action so that it stands out. Oh, and I got to make sure that the call to action is above the fold. I need to know I need to be able to draft a headline that grabs somebody's attention and gets them to say yes. And a sub headline that supports that and gets them to say yes to keep reading. What kind of image do I use? Do I do I use a 3D mock-up image? Do I use an image of me? Where do I get this image? Can I just download it online? Do I need to buy it? Can I just go into Canva and create it? Can I take a screenshot of something else? <laughs> right? What size does it have to be? All right? Oh, bullet points. How many bullet points do I need? Three, five, ten? What should they say? Which which words should I bold? Which ones shouldn't I? What should I put on my button? Should I should it say get access or should it say I want access? Right. Should I have a privacy disclaimer under the button? Should the should there be a button or should I just put the form on there? If it is a button and it pops up, what should I put on the pop up? How do I design that? Should I put the same image that was on the landing page on the pop up? Should I change the background from white to black to make it stand out? Right. I'm just going through some considerations, everybody. Right. Then it's like. Who's who's coming to this landing page? Is it cold, warm, hot traffic? Because they all are expecting something else. Man, so do I need a different landing page for each? Is there a way to dynamically 
change the text on this landing page? How long should it be? Do, do I need a video? Should I include a video or not? How do I get the graphics created? Right. All of these considerations. And, and listen, that was the abbreviated version, everybody. I just want to give you a sample in my head when I hear landing page. All of those considerations I'm, I'm taking into account. Especially traffic. Traffic is my biggest one. Who's coming to here to this page and how are they getting there? That sets the entire tone of the design, the flow, just everything. We can I can record an entire differently different episode on um, leveraging landing pages and optimizing them for conversion. But I'm just saying these are all of the considerations I learned in the past. Many people don't know half of those. So they just go and build a page. It's ugly. It doesn't work. And they're frustrated. It happens all the time, all the time. So, and ex- again, an experienced marketing consultant is going to know all of those questions to ask ahead of time, whether it be a questionnaire in the past, I've created landing page questionnaires. They had to provide all of the bullets. They had to pro- provide the image, the headline, the color, everything, all the considerations in the, in the form of a form and that form, it would take days for it to get filled out. But when I got it, What it did was it answered a lot of the questions that I would have asked anyway, and it helped me go, you know, get a a dev or a designer to 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 produce it a lot faster. Right. But this this level of discovery is really what we're we're talking about with considerations, because discovery is what opens up. Those considerations, when you go into discovery, you're discovering those the answers to those considerations. And most people don't want to venture down that because it's mentally exhausting. This is the exhausting part of marketing, everybody. And they just want immediate results. So so what they're looking for is a promised template. And, and what what when somebody looks for a template that they could just use and works, what that says to me is that the person that you're getting that from you trust that they've made they've taken every consideration that you need to take into account into account. And there are platforms and programs and products that do, but these are products that are niche, right? Like for a specific audience where everybody's considerations are the same. We're talking about targeted marketing here. So if your marketing is more vague and you're providing a template Just know the people on the end of that template are not going to be able to use it as effectively as if you niche down. Um, There are many ways, many reasons why to niche down in marketing. And that is just one that I just outlined here. Okay, people don't want to go through those considerations. And then on the creator side, they're lazy. They don't want to get hyper focused with their marketing to create a product that matches the all of the considerations of the audience they're serving. So it, it creates exhaustion on both sides, but it's required. And and to experience less exhaustion and, and more elation, you've got to be committed to the process of planning out your marketing. You have to you have to plan out your marketing. I am such a fan. I didn't used to be everybody I used to be a fan of implementation, but I am a fan of planning. You all know how I feel about documentation. It's it's, it's your insurance. It's your automation insurance for the price of Z- free ninety nine. <laughs> free 99 you can ensure all of your business automation with documentation just requires some time 
Okay, so that goes into planning. So here's what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to provide you with a few ways that is going to make it easier to plan your marketing and leverage your marketing so that you don't you don't go through this d- decision fatigue because that's what's making it so exhausting is that you're unaware that to run, build a landing page, send an email, run a webinar. Let me let me pause. Did I even mention on the landing page, the thank you page, its design and function? By the way, savvy marketers, you better not just display a message when someone fills out that form. It better take them to a landing page. If you're not taking people to a landing page, I'm docking points. I know for, I know for a fact you're not an experienced marketer if, if you're not doing that. CEOs, if your marketing consultant is not doing that or has not proposed it to you and you shot it down. Shame on you if you shot it down. Shame on them for not proposing it to you. Anyways, back. <laughs> I'm back on track. And what we're talking about is some things, some ways that will make your life easier to plan out your marketing to minimize the exhaustion. And one is planning out your segments. I cannot tell you how critical this exercise is. Okay, you have to know who you're talking to, and it doesn't require a marketing automation platform to do this. The mistake is that most people don't do it until they have a platform. And then, like I said in one of my previous episodes, you're calling support for the product, asking them to do something they're not equipped to do. You should have done this. Planning your planning your segments goes like this, everybody. There's a correlation. I don't know if you knew it between the type of messaging you send and who you send it to. Right. And then if we if we go a level deeper, think about the people who you send it to. There are there are also actions that they take to be qualified to be in that segment to receive that messaging. So what you're really looking for is mapping out what those actions are. And when somebody performs those actions, what segment they'll go into. And then once they're in a segment, what type of email communication or messaging they'll receive. That can all be planned out. In fact, I like to do it in Airtable because relational databases, relational records shows me messaging, the correlation to segments, to the correlation to actions. And then finally, everybody check this out, the correlation of actions to how they're stored in the platform that I'm using. Right. So if I say, hey, I want to everybody who registers for a webinar. okay, that's the action. Then I say, how am I going to store it? I'm either going to store it as a tag, as a custom field, maybe a list, maybe even a workflow automation. The fact that they've entered it. I can put all of this in my Airtable segmenting planning database and I'm extremely clear. So now when it comes time to send an email, I don't have to make those considerations. Um, Who do I need to send it to? And I learned this from lead pages because when we were going to send emails, it was like a riddle. It was like somebody who's done this, but not this, but also has this, this and that, but never had that. And I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> right. I've been in Fusionsoft trying to use their limited, you know, save search functionality. Like, who are you? I can't find you. You know, I um, mean, it would take me up to 30 minutes sometimes just to find a segment. That's exhausting. Right. Whereas if we had it defined beforehand, the, the actions and everything, we would know. You know, hey, whenever they do this, they're being added to this segment or save search or 
uh, smart list, you know, whatever, whatever the terminology is. So that's one planning out your segments. Huge, everybody. I could I could, cre- I could honestly create a course just on that alone. Extremely valuable, extremely valuable. All right. Next is leverage your legacy. This is a fancy word. I liked it better. It just sounded better than just saying documentation. Right. But this will eliminate making the same considerations over and over again and will enable you to improve on your previous work. If you've done something and it's worked. Use that leverage that. Okay, because the next time through you're going to have since those baseline considerations are done, you're going to be able to think at a higher level and add more considerations. So so at the end of the day, you know, like let's say it's a landing page that you're using over and over after about 10 to 20 usage of it, usages of it, usages. Anyways, after you've used it 10 to 20 times, that lent the form of that landing page is going to be so strong because it is going to be a result of the considerations that you've made over time. Now, imagine somebody saying, oh, my God, that that landing page is crushing it. And you saying here, you can have the template. It won't necessarily work for them because they may not have the same considerations as you. And again, this is why templatized marketing sold is often marketing lost. Because the only way that I can guarantee that it's going to work for you is to know that in your business, you're making or you need the same consideration. The same considerations are at play in your business that are in mine. And the only way that I can guarantee that is if I niche down. Okay, I'm just giving you I'm just setting your expectation when you start to use these templates. Like if you're in a platform that gives you pre-built automations and uh, pre-built landing page templates. Listen, I rarely use that because they they oftentimes come from a flawed or limited consideration set. No knock against the people that create them. You need to start from somewhere, which bring which leads into my next point. But just understand it's a starting point. You're going to have to interject your considerations and modify it. Okay, it's not off the shelf. Nothing is off the shelf in marketing, everybody, unless that person is hyper focused and targeted to a specific audience. Okay, All right. So so there are there are people online right now. Selling their process so that you don't have to think through it all yourself. I've seen Trello boards, spreadsheets. I mean, honestly, I have a workbook. (laughs) I have a workbook for anybody in my program that I provide to them that goes through the considerations of building out a profitable pathway, a.k.a. a funnel where you can take a question mark to a customer and all the considerations from technical tools all the way to strategy. So there is a place for it. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is the people that I serve are specific to to digital marketers who want to specialize in building automated systems. The considerations for those people are the same. I'm not out here saying digital marketers, if you're an advertiser, if you're this, if you're that, because the considerations may differ. But there are people right now selling their processes, selling their checklists. This is how you put up a landing page. And I'm not knocking it. I think it serves as a good starting point. But just be honest with what you're getting. There may be more to the story. Okay, just saying that so, you know, all right, the next one is never create anything new. Again, it's tied into the previous one, but always leverage what's existing. And the reason why I have it as a separate bullet 
uh, separate idea and bullet point here is is just follow me. Right. This ties into the previous point of always starting with some form of framework or template. But but it also spans across new ideas and strategies. OK, so if if I don't have anything, nothing wrong with starting with a template provided by your platform or somebody else. Right. But what I want to do is be 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 sure that this is not off the shelf. I'm going to have to use this template and customize it for my use case. Once I've customized this template. Right. I then never start from scratch again um, in my platform. When I build out an, an automation or a workflow, um, I very rarely start from scratch unless it's like a, a basic one. I'm always looking in the past. OK, let me just copy what uh, a previous one and then update it real quick. So I, I, I th- that's what I mean by leverage your legacy. But when I talk about never creating anything new, I want to go beyond just like the tactical technical stuff and think about business models. Right. Don't start with a new business model. Learn different types of business models so you can pick and choose and kind of Frankenstein one together. So you don't have to create anything new. Same for marketing strategies. Learn different ways that companies market so that you could borrow from them. I love watching the Netflix special, um, the the toys that raised us or, some, or the toys that made us. Right. I, I love watching those uh, series. Uh, there's a hip hop series that shows how all of these artists marketed themselves in their style of music earlier. Anything that teaches me marketing is enabling me to never create anything new. Always modify what's existing. Uh, a C, this great, great CEO of a, a consulting firm in St. Louis. Always. He, he says this all the time. And it, it's just a friendly reminder. He says it's always easier to edit than create. Right. So if you're always creating something, man, what are you doing? If, if you're a consultant and you're always coming up with bright new ideas, I can tell you're a junior. You're junior level. You should be leveraging what works. Right. And if the company doesn't have anything that works, you need to find a company that's similar, that does have something that works. Leverage that and customize it to that company until you have something that works in that company. Then that's your starting point from now on. Does that make sense? You, you, you get what I'm saying? But do you also understand why this stuff is so exhausting? Just listen at all of these considerations that I'm putting before you to market a business. And you're making them or you're not making them. There is no standing still. You're either doing it or you're not. OK. Lastly, you need to break up your marketing into daily tasks. You have to do it. You have to batch process, break it up. Um, I didn't used to do this. Everybody. Can you imagine? I used to sit down and write a newsletter in one sitting, proofread the newsletter, get all the links to the newsletter right from all the articles, then put it in the platform. So I have to program the email in the, the email marketing platform or marketing automation platform, um, identify the segment. By the end of all of this, what seemed as a simple, let me send my newsletter today. was like a six hour process. I just saw a survey online that said the average person uh, takes about six hours to write a blog post. You would think, let me just sit down and write this blog post. Man, there's a lot. It's just a lot that goes into every marketing effort. So you have to break it down. Now I get all my research done in one setting. Another sitting, I actually create the outline. Another sitting, I fill in the outline. Another sitting, I add the links. Right. Another sitting, I program the email. Another sitting, I send it, you know, like break up your marketing tasks. Don't plan and execute all in one sitting. 
your brain will explode. It really figuratively it will. You will clock out and and your head starts hurting. Your eyes start hurting. Uh, you're bothered by what people say to you. You're tired. You don't want to look at a computer, but you don't have the energy to do anything physical, which is really what you need to do to get your mind off of it. You know, like that is the exhausting part of marketing. And again, at the end of the day, you're up, you're up against decision fatigue and you want to prevent the quality of your decision making from tanking <laughs> as you build out your marketing. So those tips should help you, everybody. But let me tell you this. In doing so, it's going to take some time and discipline, but in doing so, it's going to bring you closer to exhilaration much faster. There's no greater feeling. Listen, no greater feeling than hitting your metrics and exceeding your metrics monthly. No greater feeling, no greater feeling than hitting the send button on that email and seeing and seeing revenue roll in. Publishing an ad and seeing the leads start to pour in. No greater feeling launching an event and seeing the registrants come in and then show up and then pay you. No greater feeling. It's 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 in some way similar, but no way worthy of comparison to pregnancy and birthing pains. But I'm going to do it. Uh, Women. I, I by no means am trying to minimize all that you go through in your bodies. I will never understand as a man. And I am eternally grateful for each and every one of you. Every time you push out that baby, because they say that's the closest to death. Any living human being can get birthing. That's the level of pain. So in no way am I uh, comparing the pain at all. I'm not qualified. And it would just be wrong to the plight of the beautiful women that created all of us (laughs) here today gave birth to all of us but the process is similar i saw a parallel and um oftentimes when when women are pregnant and they go through the pregnancy and even up into the the birthing they're like i'm not doing this again never and you know they're punching cursing sweating yelling scream whatever right it was hell for a lot of women it's just hell like i'm not doing this again But then afterwards, you hear the baby cry, you smell, you smell the little baby, a face and the little cute poop even is cute at that time. And they're so kissable and lovable. And then all of a sudden it makes that pain uh, a distant memory (laughs) before you know it. You're like, I'm glad we did this. And you know what? I can go again. Right. That's what it's like when marketing works in a sense, everybody, in a sense. It's like all that frustration, all of those meetings where we weren't aligned and all of the time going back and forth with a copywriter and the landing page builder and your developers saying do this, not that. And then the PR person, your advertiser, all of that stuff. It's overwhelming. You're like, just I can't wait for this to be over. And then you show up. It works. The energy, the thankfulness of your audience, the money, the whatever, the impact, the influence, you know. You're like, when's that? We got to do that again. When's the next event? And everybody's looking like, um, can we take a break? <laughs> like we were about to chop each other's heads off. But that's the exhilarating piece. Right. And when it and this is for marketing, when it works, it has that type of impact. When it doesn't, you just want to throw the baby away. Here, here, put it up for adoption. I don't want it. Maybe that's a bit grave. <laughs> Let me say maybe I should say you just want to throw your hands up and quit. And, and that that is when you start looking for the quick fix. And that's where you get in trouble. And this is why I say everybody can't market. It takes a different type of mind and willingness to market because all of these considerations, everything that I've outlined today. 
And this is why marketing has this dichotomy of being so exhausting and so exhilarating is it's just unfortunate that a lot of people don't reach the exhilaration because the exhaustion takes them out because of a lot of what I've outlined today in this podcast episode. And I don't and I I just don't want that to be you. I really don't. So I hope this helps. Um, One of the things that I do on my my part that which I feel like I can I can provide to the space is that I'm always taking on digital marketers that want to specialize in, in building out automated systems for businesses. I take them under my wing and I help them really navigate that space. And I have you in mind, CEO. I do, because I know I know your pain. I've seen it. I felt it at times, but I've experienced it. And I hear the frustration in your voice when you just are tired. You're tired of hiring a new web developer, a new marketing person. You're tired of trying all these strategies. You're trying you're tired of going to these conferences and then promising you, hey, if you just sign up with so and so, they can do it all for you. And then you do it. It doesn't work. Buying a tool thinking that's going to I know it. I get it. And you're trying to be responsible. I know it. I I get it. Trust me, I do. But this is something that has to be solved at the consultant level and taught at the CEO level. I'm solving it at the consultant level, bringing on as many as I can to mentor them, show them the way so that they show up the best that they can in your business. All right. So hopefully this was helpful. Who needed to hear this? Who? Let me tell you this. If you're exhausted from marketing right now in your business and you just can't wrap your head around posting another thing to social media or running another webinar. This I hope I hope this provided a path to get out of that. Hopefully this helps you change how you've been operating. Okay, who else do you know, though? Who's that exhausted CEO that hasn't experienced the exhilaration? Who's that exhausting marketing consultant there? Maybe they're in uh, DM labs. They're in digital marketer and all of these other Facebook groups and everything. And they're just not they're all over the place. They're always creating something new, always doing something new, but not producing any real big results. Send them this podcast. This is an aid one one platform one one company, one course cannot do it all. I'm doing my part by aiding these companies and helping you all understand what it takes to get to marketing that works. OK, so who needs to hear this? That aspiring marketing automation specialist. This is for you. This really is for you. And, and I would invite every marketing um, automation specialist and consultant that specializes in automated systems for businesses to listen to my my latest masterclass at automationbridge.com forward slash webinar. You'll be able to see a lot of these considerations in place to start building systems that is going to serve as a, a incredible foundation for you and framework for you to start CEO, senior, senior marketers there. It's free. It's free. It's free learning. If they're listening to this and in and, and, and attending that masterclass, they're going to be a lot better off than the majority of marketers out there. And it's to your benefit. And, and, and as the CEO is to your benefit and the marketing consultant is, is the benefit of your own. OK, so who who needs to attend that masterclass? Send them automationbridge.com forward slash webinar. Who needs to uh, who needs to hear this? Share this with them. Please do. <laughs> Please share this with them. OK, and if and again, if this episode was your first and you enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. Join the family.
Join the All Systems Go family. We're, we do this every Thursday. Every Thursday, a new episode is out. And I listen to you all. A lot of times you guys are emailing me, asking me questions. I'm answering them right here for you. Free, no charge. All right. So all of the show notes uh, for this episode and all other episodes will be available at automationbridge.com forward slash podcast. And until next episode, and as always, automate responsibly, my friends.